Once you learn to sell yourself on a discovery call, to sell your services with confidence, you are unstoppable. For me, mastering discovery calls has been a game changer in my business. And now I'm very happy to say that if I get someone onto a discovery call, they are most likely to say yes. Now in this episode, I'm gonna talk through a couple of my key tips if you were trying to learn to be more confident with your discovery calls, a couple of hacks, a couple of things that have worked for me as an introvert, as someone who is quite shy and naturally does actually struggle with these calls. And we're also going to talk about why it's important. So for those of you that shy away from discovery calls or offering Zoom calls with clients or potential clients, I'm going to talk through what you're missing out and why I think this is really important. Welcome to the Dishing Up Digital Podcast. I'm your host, Ellen, a former nine to five escapee turned six figure business owner. This is your place to learn everything there is to know about building your dream life and career as a social media manager. Whether you're just starting out and feeling lost and confused, or you want to take your current business to the next level and double your income, this is the podcast for you. Social media is such a powerful platform and it's enabled me to book out my services and smash the six-figure milestone with only 3,000 Instagram followers. So grab a cup of tea, coffee, a glass of rosé with me, and let's turn those dreams into a reality. Naturally, as humans, we think about ourselves a lot. We think about our own little world, what's happening for us. And we don't very often, especially in the beginning, in the early days of our business, think about our client's perspective and try and understand what they're going through. And this is what I want you to start approaching discovery calls with, a little bit more insight into what your clients are thinking. Because in all honesty, while you might be super, super nervous about pitching yourself, selling yourself, on the flip side, your client is really nervous about meeting you too, most of the time from my experience. They are nervous about giving away a piece of their business to a stranger to let go of this little piece of their their business baby and kind of give it to this stranger and pay them take out some of their own hard-earned money give it to a stranger to look after their social media account when they know how important it is for their business and i think once you understand that a little bit further and you have a little bit of sympathy to what your client is going through, that's where you understand why discovery calls are so, so important because they want to get to know you. They need a moment to to kind of feel or build that trust so that then they hang or hand over the keys to their kingdom. They feel really confident in their decision. That is how you get people hiring you, how you get people saying yes, is ultimately when they just trust you and believe that you can do a good job. And often that's really hard to do over an email conversation, over some Instagram DMs. And I've definitely had situations where I have booked clients without discovery calls, but definitely when it comes to my high ticket clients, which I know so many of you guys listening are working towards, you're wanting those premium juicy 2K monthly retainers, you cannot be booking those clients if you're not nailing your discovery calls and if you're not offering your discovery calls. 
So for me, this is why it's such an important thing to offer it in your business, to really give yourself a platform to showcase your talent, your skills, to build that trust and create that connection with this client because they are nervous about bringing you on. And I don't think I fully understood this until I started hiring contractors in my business and realized I was like, wow, this is actually quite like a serious decision to make. It's really nerve wracking. And you know what? Most of the time it's stuff that I can can do myself and I have this real hesitancy to outsource. But if you guys have listened to my previous episodes on outsourcing, you know that I believe it's like the best way to scale your business. But that doesn't mean it makes it any less nerve-wracking. Just because I know I should do it doesn't mean that I feel fully confident (laughs) anytime I hire someone. It is a big thing to go through and I think often we have to remember that some of our clients are working through their own limiting beliefs when it comes to hiring and growing their business. So sometimes if you have a discovery call and someone ends up saying no, it's not always to do with you. It's not always to say that you know you're a terrible social media manager and they hated you. Sometimes it is literally this client working through their own emotions and their own, you know, limiting beliefs. Now I've put together five tips for you guys today, five things that I feel have really helped myself in my journey with discovery calls and also what I've seen help my students a lot in the Dishing Up Digital School. We do have like a full lesson on discovery calls in there, but I thought it was about time that I brought something to the podcast because I know it's something that many fellow introverts and even extroverts struggle with. So let's dive into these five tips. The first thing I have to address is creating a script. And I actually do not want you to create a script. That is my very first tip. Do not write a script. I think when you script the conversation, number one, you can never actually fully predict what your client's going to say. And it can be like a real uh, curveball if they ask a question and you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't script an answer for this. And suddenly like you panic and you fluster and you're just all completely thrown off because you'd written this nice little script and it isn't following that. And I know from experience, like there's a lot of other social media managers, entrepreneurs out there who offer Uh, scripts for discovery calls like that's a digital product they sell or that's in their courses and I've never done that and what I opt for instead is like a really easy bullet point list so like a bullet point list that you can keep on a notebook in front of you or a scrap piece of paper just to check off that you are remembering all the questions that you had for this client that you are remembering the key kind of selling points that you want to bring up that if they ask you about a price you know you've got something written down all of those things are fantastic but it's when you write the hard and fast script that your conversation is going to come across really rigid and it's going to completely throw you when there's a question off script and that's not what you want to be practicing you want to be practicing being more natural with your conversations and yes it is hard to begin with and in the first few discovery calls maybe that bullet point list is quite large but eventually I hope this gives you hope but eventually you get in a position like me where I just waltz into a discovery call. Sometimes I won't even really look at the the business owner's like website too much before the call. Like maybe 10 minutes, I'll just hop on, double check their Instagram. So I'm not, you know, showing up completely 
uneducated on what this client offers. But it wasn't like in the early days, I'd spend like the entire day, like hours and hours before the call, going through their Instagram, analyzing it, writing this big list of notes. Now I just have a quick overview and I show up on the call. I don't have any notes. And I think that's quite a cool place to be considering where I started and how nervous I was when I was doing my first discovery calls. So that is tip number one, do not script it. Either create a bullet point list or some sort of shorthand list of what you want to talk about, your talking points. Don't force yourself into this little box of like a script because it's not gonna work out well. My second tip is something that is a little bit optional, but because I have had such a hard time with discovery calls in the past. I created this kind of strategy that gave me a lot more confidence when I knew I couldn't script it and I wanted to have my bullet point list, but I was still lacking in a little bit of confidence and also worried about forgetting about a lot of my key talking points. So I created a little bit of a PDF slide deck presentation or audit. That is my second tip for you. If you wanna do a really good discovery call, sometimes going that extra mile and having just a mini presentation, maybe it's only like five pages long, having that to present to your client on a discovery call is such a winner. Like clients love it. First of all, they don't expect it. When you're like, I actually went through your Instagram and like I wanted to put together um, some of my key findings and present them to you with some potential ideas moving forward. People are always surprised when I bring that up and it's kind of like this little surprise and delight moment where they're like, oh wow, this person really knows their stuff. And I would say majority of the time, maybe like 80% of the time, if I prep a presentation for someone for a discovery call, it's an instant yes. They immediately want to work with me. Again, coming back to that reason of why we do discovery calls, a lot of it is just creating trust and connection with this potential client. And when you show them literally like, this is what I can do for you, this is what needs changing with your Instagram, with your social media, there is that immediate click, that immediate trust with you. Now, in all honesty, I do not do this anymore when I offer discovery calls. And this is simply because for me, it is not worth the time anymore because that is one of the downsides of doing like a full-blown audit or mini presentation for a potential client is just that. They're potentially a client. They're not a client yet. So you could go to all of this effort to create this presentation and then they could say no. And then you kind of feel that you've wasted your time a little bit. And for me, it was worth wasting my time in the beginning. And I can't even say it was wasting my time because for me, I needed the practice. Like the only way I've gotten so good at discovery calls now is the repetitiveness, the doing it again and again and again, doing it successfully, doing it unsuccessfully, learning from all of my different strategies and approaches to calls. And I needed to do that to get better. And for me, having the presentation was a little bit like a, a little safety blanket that I brought with me for someone who wasn't super confident, who forgot things very often on discovery calls that I wanted to bring up. You know, having this presentation that I walked people through to really sell myself, it was like having a supportive safety blanket with me. And I just felt that much more confident when I walked onto a call and I had my presentation with me. Now that I am further along in my journey, 
I don't do these presentations because I don't need my safety blanket. <laughs> I've grown up now. We have grown from a young, fresh toddler entrepreneur to a full-blown adult. I've been around the block a while and I don't need my safety blanket anymore. I can jump on a call and I can feel super confident. But maybe for those who are in that same position, who aren't feeling the most confident, maybe spending an, a little bit of extra time on that PDF to present on a discovery call could really help you with your delivery and closing those calls. And again, Again, I don't like to look at it as a waste of time. Some other coaches, some other social media managers might tell you not to do that because you don't want to do work for a client that you don't have yet that hasn't signed a contract. But again, for me, it was also about the practice. It was about the chance to actually analyze different Instagram pages from different uh, kind of areas and industries. And I reckon that practice of doing that so much, even for clients that didn't end up working with me, is now why I can look at an Instagram page, like literally on a call and give them like feedback off the top of my head, like boom, 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 and really impress them. It's because I've had all of that practice. So I don't think it's a waste of time. And if you need your safety blanket, that is okay. <laughs> Now, it wouldn't be a Dishing Up Digital podcast if we didn't talk about mindset. The big M, my favorite topic. And again, this is, has to be something that comes up in a discovery call. And when I'm talking about tips around discovery calls, because I do believe it is a lot about confidence. It's about confidence and how you deliver the conversation, how you show up and how you talk. And that can sometimes make all of the difference. If you are struggling with discovery calls at the moment, you might be you know, in the boat where you're scripting and it's coming across really staged and rigid. And again, for me, I always find that the feedback I get from discovery calls is clients saying there's some kind of magic kind of fresh energy that they like about me. They just like, they love the vibe. Like people have said that to me before. They're like, I love your vibe. I love your energy. This feels really good. And I think a lot of that comes down to me just being conversational. And me really changing my mindset around what I see a discovery call is. So that brings me to my next tip. Changing your mindset and approaching a discovery call as a conversation with a friend about something you love. We're just here to chat about social media. And this is just another human being. Let's just pretend they're a friend. And we're just talking about this really cool thing that we love. Like how would you talk to your bestie about you know, the latest Instagram update or something that you've seen that was really cool on Instagram or a piece of content that you're working on. Approach the conversation like that. And again, like I always like opening up the, the discovery call with, you know, a chat about how they're doing. How's the weather? Whereabouts are they based again? What time is it? Because usually I'm talking to someone from another part of the world. So, you know, like breaking the ice and being a bit conversational. Likewise, I like to be able to just like ask my client things on the spot and not have it so like rehearsed and the way that I do that without feeling super nervous is number one practice I feel like that's like the overall tip that I come back to with all of these these points I'm making here but number two is also just pretending that this is a conversation with a friend and approaching it from more of a friendly approach than I would say a professional approach even. Like I don't think I'm the most professional person in the world. I won't dress up in like a full-blown suit most of the time for discovery calls. Maybe I have a few times. I definitely did like a discovery like in-person in meeting where I showed up in a suit and I had a PDF presentation. I did all of the things 
And that client didn't say yes. And I know because I did actually know someone that worked at that business and I did have some insights. I, I know that they just weren't organized enough and they didn't really have a good budget. So it didn't work out. And sometimes you can do that with the discovery call. You can go in with the, the best intentions and it's just not the right time for your client or for this potential client. But for me, I do think coming in and being a little bit more casual, being friendly and just approaching it as a simple conversation about something I love that has really helped me throughout my journey. Tip number four is a big one. This is something that I see so many new social media managers struggle with. And that is this pressure to know the answer to everything. And I would just like to tell you, I would like to take that pressure away and just straight up say to you, you actually don't need to know everything. You do not need to know how to answer every single question. And if that is the paralyzing fear that's stopping you from accepting or offering discovery calls, I want you to throw it out the window right now. Or, you know, if you're on a walk listening to this podcast, just throw it across the footpath. <laughs> Wherever you are, get rid of that thought. Because again, this is just one of your limiting beliefs appearing to you as like a potential problem or like a real problem. Your brain thinks it's a real problem. But if we unpack this, this fear of, oh my gosh, what if I get on a call and they ask me a question and I don't know the answer? The fear behind that is you just being afraid of rejection, you being afraid of failure, and all of those things are normal. Those are totally normal feelings to have as a new entrepreneur, as someone starting a business. But it's when those feelings stop you from taking action that is where we get worried. That is where we get to a point where we're not achieving our dreams because we're too worried about what people are going to think. And again, I talk a lot about this on the podcast and I don't want to turn this into a podcast just about mindset. But I just want to say, when I show up to a discovery call and someone asks me a question that I don't know the answer to, I genuinely just tell them, like that's your worst case scenario. You don't know the answer and you just say that honestly. So if someone asked me like uh, something really specific about Facebook ads in the back end of the meta suite, I would honestly say, um, that's a really great question. I'm actually uh, not a specialist in Facebook. Instagram is more of my zone of genius. So I don't know the answer for that off the top of my head, but I could definitely have a look into it and get back to you later. Likewise, if a client ever asks me for a price or a quote on a discovery call, I always just go for the classic line, oh, I'm so terrible with numbers, I'm not, I don't really give quotes um, off the top of my head, but as soon as we jump off this call, I can break it down into an email for you and list out all the deliveries, the deliverables and give you a couple of price options. If they push it further and they really want an idea of a price, I might give them a really broad bracket. I could say things can start from as low as $1,000, but if you're wanting reels, if you're wanting X, Y, and Z, if you're wanting the full service treatment, you're going to be up anywhere between two and a half to three thousand dollars. So giving people a price bracket, like there's a way to work with those questions. But as a whole, I really want you guys to just understand that you don't need to have the answer to everything. And that's okay. A client will still hire you. Again, I am proof of that. And this is just your mindset, your limiting beliefs, trying to hold you back from chasing those dreams. And we don't want that. My final tip for you today is one that I'm hoping is really gonna give you that boost of confidence. Tip number five is all about reminding yourself of your value 
as a social media manager, the bigger picture value of your services. This is something that I have to remind my students again and again, because again, we are our own harshest critics. We are going to look at ourselves and be like, I'm not good enough or have really, you know, strict standards around what we want to be achieving. And often you need that kind of outside perspective to be like, hey, remember how much you offer this client. Remind yourself of that. So what I mean by this is a social media manager, it's not just about the hours that you work for a company every month or the hours that you work on a package. It's about the bigger picture of the impact that you have on this company and sometimes the lifetime impact, right? If you work with a client and you help build them from zero to a thousand or 2000 followers, that has a serious amount of value. Even when you leave this contract, this company, this contract ends, whatever it is, that client still has this amazing pool of 2000 customers to draw on. You have built them a community that they can utilize and sell to for the rest of the lifetime of their business. And maybe, hey, if they end up selling their business in the end, like you've built them something that is an asset to sell. And I think as social media managers, we get so caught up in the day-to-day tasks that we forget that. We forget what we are contributing to a business. You can also think about it from the perspective of, hey, I am saving this business owner so much time. They no longer have to stress about what to post, um, try keep up to date with algorithm updates. They don't have to go to, you know, that Instagram training or that workshop because I'm here to do all of that for them. And with that newfound time, the business owner can go out and do other things to help push the needle in their business and help generate more revenue. That is hugely valuable. And again, people forget that. So every time you go to jump on a discovery call, I want you to remind yourself of the big picture value. I also want you to remind yourself that this is a conversation where you also get to decide if this is the right client for you. If they are someone who appreciates and values you, and if they are an aligned fit. This is kind of like a bonus tip under number five. But I think a lot of people forget, you know, you're not just here to sell yourself and your services. This client is also here to sell their business to you. Why should you work with them? This discovery call is a two-way street. So come in, feel confident in what you have to offer. Even if you are a newbie, you still have that value and you still are giving that business owner back time. You're taking away stress and coming in and creating content. Even if you have no experience, you offer value to a company. Remember that. Remind yourself every time you go to jump on a discovery call of that fact. So to recap, Here are my five tips if you want to show up with more confidence on your discovery calls and sell your services with ease. Number one, don't script your discovery calls. Number two, this is optional, but creating that sales PDF, a little bit of a mini audit that you can showcase to a client on your call. Sometimes for me, this is that little bit of that security blanket that gives me that extra boost of confidence when I have a slide deck to read off to make sure I'm not forgetting anything. Number three, I want you to change your mindset so that you are thinking of this call as simply as a conversation with a friend about something that you love, social media. 
Number four, the big one, you do not need to know the answer to everything. Let go of that pressure, show up on a call, and if you don't know the answer, just tell your client that and follow up with an email when you do know the answer. After you do a little bit of Googling or you do a little bit more thinking and you're away from that pressure of giving an answer on the spot. And lucky last, number five, remind yourself of your value. Before you step onto that call, remember the bigger picture value of a social media manager, the time you give back to a business owner, the value of the audience that you are building as an asset for their business, all of those things. And jump onto that call and remember that they need to sell their business to you too. The discovery call process goes both ways. So that is it for today's episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed this one. Let me know, jump over on Instagram, send me a DM if you have any requests for future episodes. And with that, I'm gonna sign off and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye guys.